0: Hi, my name's Nick Hadnut, and I'm the Curator of Archaeology at the Queensland Museum. I've worked at the Queensland Museum for over 10 years, and am a historical archaeologist. Historical archaeology is the study of the things left behind by people in our recent past. And I have a particular interest in my hometown, Brisbane, and my home state of Queensland. Join me as we take a journey with local traditional owner Shannon Rusker, on a self guided audio trail across history and time. Together, we will explore First Nations perspectives and local stories from this area. Hello, ladies and
1: gentlemen, and as you walk on my country, let me explain how we travel from one tribal group to another. That is now known as a welcome to country. We're on the south side of the Brisbane River, home to the Yagara people of Brisbane City. Our country extends from the Logan River in the south to the Caboolture River in the north and out to the Great Dividing Range near Warwick and also Toowoomba and then back out to the coastal line near Cleveland-Winnom areas. Now if we were to travel from one country to another, a welcome to country method, the common one that you see, is actually a spokesperson of the tribe that gets up and welcomes you to the land but there's processes in place before that. In the old days, we'd use what is called a yaba or yalwabuna, and that means a message stick. Now, that had carvings or paintings on it, and it gave reason why your particular family was travelling from one country to another. Without that message stick, you could be speared dead on the spot. So we are happy that they invented mobile phones. We ring one another up now. So the messenger man would take the stick across and the elder of that tribe would then either accept that or say, no, you can't go through. If you were granted permission, then your whole family could travel over the islands or go up to Toowoomba and out to the west or, or down south to the Gold Coast or up to the Sunshine Coast hinterlands, and there you would be greeted by the spokesperson of the tribe. The spokesperson will welcome you in and lay down the laws for the country where you can and can't eat and what you can and can't do in the land. After that is the feasting. We'd have a tribal feast by night, and as the sun goes down, we'd always do our tribal corroboraries. So that's why you see the dancers go in during the Welcome to Country. So we hope that you are carrying your message stick with you today. Well, look out.
0: For as long as people have lived in this area, the river has been both a boundary and a marker of place, separating north and south Brisbane. The area south Brisbane
1: has a couple of different names along. One famous name is known as uh, Kirilpa,
0: and Kirilpa means a water rat. Aboriginal people crossed Dandiri Mewa, the Brisbane River, by swimming or in small watercraft. You
1: see, we used to cross the rivers in canoes, and by using these light sticks like hibiscus to be able to float on top of and paddle across the river. Some say it's the Maruchi Dye, the Black Swan Dye. Those canoes were uh, commonly used by my grandmother's people, old Granny Dineba, who lived across from Breakfast Creek at the time in the 1850s. It was pretty much a boat city then. If you look in the old, old photos of the area, you'll actually spot a canoe or two
0: amongst the new people's boats that came. We're currently standing on the remains of the second permanent bridge here on the south side of the river. And looking down at our feet, we can see remnant tram lines, used by trams as they trundled daily across the bridge from the 19th century through to the 1960s. This structure was opened in 1897 and eventually demolished some 70 years later in 1969, replaced by the current Victoria Bridge. The remnant bridge pylon we're standing on is over 120 years old and remains as a memorial to Hector. If you would like to pause this audio, now is a great time to read Hector's memorial, mounted on the side of the bridge. The first temporary wooden bridge was opened in 1865, with the dual purpose of providing a vehicle crossing as well as scaffolding for the erection of a permanent bridge. The wooden structure, weakened by worms, collapsed two years later in 1867, but the first permanent bridge was opened in 1874, which is over 150 years ago it would later be washed away in the devastating 1893 floods when the floodwaters reached 8.5 metres. So have a look at the river now and imagine the rushing floodwaters lapping at your feet.
1: Now my grandfather, his name was Kerwally. He was given the name King Sandy by the new people. Kerwally would have crossed this bridge. He would have seen it getting built. He was well known amongst the new people that arrived. He was given a king plank, a brass plank, not a fair trade for land. However, what do you think he's seen when he looked at the Brisbane River? What do you see right now? You see a bridge, you see buildings, you see boats, you see enterprises in front of you. We don't look at it like that. We look at it quite different. The Brisbane River was once a flat land and... To cut a long story short, there was a battle between two animals and the goanna he ended up spearing the dolphin. The dolphin's blood burst out into the land and spurted; it. it made a dry creek and along came the rainbow serpent. The rainbow serpent we call a kabulgan or mundagara. When the rainbow serpent came along, she was very, very big and she got stuck. So she called upon her brothers, Yaro the rain. Angaila and the Cloud and all the Mugara Balka. All the storm came down. The rain got under her belly and she was able to wriggle side to side. She opened up that little creek into this big river. Now, this river is well known as Maywa. You'll know it as the Brisbane River, but we called it here as the Eastern Yagra people, Wara. So, when we look at things, we look at things that are quite different. Because that river, after it was flooded from the brothers, Yarrow the Rain, Ngail the Cloud, and all the sky elements, well, then that river provided us with our life, our food source. Everything we had came from that vein that you are walking across right now.